Indianapolis 500 champion and Ben Affleck's best friend, uh, Takuma Sato. If you could describe this dinner we just had in one word, what would it be? Brilliant. <laughs> that is not <laughs> what you said. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's a lie. That's not that's the a word you said. Dirty lie. That's not the word. Uh, do you want to really say ridiculous? <laughs> I think you just did. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, all right. let's go that way then. And now for Dinner with Racers, presented by Continental Tire. With your hosts, Ryan Eversley and Sean Heckman. Placeholder Radio. And welcome to Dinner with Racers. I am Sean Heckman. I am Ryan Eversley. And we are currently driving from Indianapolis to Atlanta, Georgia. We are somewhere in between Kentucky and Tennessee. I believe that's accurate. Wrapping up a 1,500-mile journey that took us uh, seven days. Well, we got to meet up with some of the biggest stars in and around the Indiana area. Uh, now, if you're used to our podcast in years previous, we usually do one giant road trip for 30 days or so and bring you 25 or 30 meals with racers. Uh, in the case of this year and in the future, we're now going to kind of pare this down to maybe a week here, a week there, and give you more meals over the course of a year. One, so you can have more stuff, and two, so Ryan and I don't murder each other. I believe that would be a cold, dead murder. Premeditated Absolute first degree murder. Now, one of our all-time favorite drivers in the IndyCar series is none other than Takuma Sato. So when we found out we were going to get to sit down with him for a meal, we were really excited just because we love the guy's passion, his history, and the fact that he's always smiling. It was just something that relates to me, not at all Sean Heckman. But what I found really funny was that is his idea to take us to get ramen. Ramen. Yeah. Just to be clear. His idea. His idea was ramen, not ours. So Takuma Sato is a really, really cool story. He uh, he hails from Japan. He did not actually start his driving career until much later in life. He started at 19 years old. He was actually a, a two-time national cycling champion. And uh, from his first time in a go-kart, it would only take him five years before he was a racing driver in Formula One. That Formula One career would take him through a handful of teams, some of uh, some really, really cool moments in, in racing history, but eventually would get him over to the US later and into IndyCar racing, where he is now the reigning Indianapolis 500 champion. Some of the things you're gonna learn about on this particular episode are brand loyalty. Brand loyalty. Being a freeloading 41-year-old. Uh, partying with Eddie Jordan. We taught him how to use chopsticks. We addressed some uh, crappy tweets. Being struck by a comet. And you may hear the exclusive announcement that even he doesn't know about, about uh, Ryan and Taku racing together at the Rolex 24 at Daytona. Again, Ryan and Taku <laughs> racing together at the Rolex 24 at Daytona. We went to Kazuki, Ramen, and Izakaya in uh where were we in indiana was uh, that carmel that was carmel carmel carmel, carmel? not carmel, carmel california yeah, no, no, carmel, no, no. carmel indiana. indiana i keep messing that up yep. and uh i had the spicy ramen and the pork gyoza and we drank beer he ordered beer right off the spot and i was like man i can hang with takuma sato this is cool now of course i did have the chicken sandwich well, at the at the ramen place yes yes uh but you also, if you, if, for those who are loyal listeners of Dinner with Racers, you know that I have done many first. I had 
uh, my first glass of wine with Mario, with Mario Andretti. Andretti. Yeah, of course. I had my first cigar with Alvin Springer. But uh, another first on this episode, I ate octopus balls. That's right. I had octopus balls at the initiative of one Takuma Sato. Of course, we couldn't do this without the support of Acura. Now, just like me, Takuma Sato drives an Acura MDX, and my Acura MDX comes on... Oh, those come on Continental Tires. That's right. Continental yes. Tires. Continental Tires. The con- I believe all Acura MDXs come on Continental Tires. They do in my world. Yeah. So, thanks to Acura and... Continental Tire. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah we're yeah, getting yeah, good yeah. at this. All right, yeah. yeah we're, we're almost there. Continental Tire. Hi. Takuma Sato. Hi. Meow. All right. We're going to start in five, four, three, two. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Hi, I'm Ryan. Ryan? Nice to meet you. Nice yeah. to meet you. Yeah. This is Sean. 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 I can barely get up. I'm nice to meet you. Wow. Look at this. I can radio station. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. We're on the ticket. Right, right. Yeah. All right. So this is why we know you're a big deal. Because, uh, you know, you know the term posse? No. Posse? P-O-S-S-E? Never heard of it? No. So, okay. So, like, in the Old West. Right. Like, people riding in on horses and stuff. Right. She had a whole team of people. It was called the posse, like okay. you were the leader. So this is why you know you're a big deal, because now you've got your own, you've it's got like, a team of it's people. like your crew. Yeah. yeah. I see. This is your crew of, of yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The environment. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what's the drink of choice? Um, I think Japanese beer is good. Sapporo well, Asahi. Sapporo <laughs> Asahi. So let me just ask you a really simple question. Yes. What do you drive on a daily basis? Oh, daily basis? I got an Acura MDX. Nice work. Nice work. What color? Yeah. White. What, oh. co- what color wheels? Um, it's meant to be black, but it's, uh, it came with silver. So yeah. I was a little disappointed, okay. but never the rest. We know people. <laughs> we'll get you sorted out. Yeah, that's nice. the same exact thing I drive. <laughs> exactly. And, and I'm not going to name any names, but we, we talked to another Honda driver recently right. that's a very big deal in the Honda world that drove up in a Mercedes. Okay. And I thought, hmm, hmm. we're going to have to have a talk about that. Right, yeah, right, exactly. right. Actually, quite impressive because uh, I hit a 30 miles per gallon. Yeah, you know, right. It's that heavy chunk of the metal, right? Basically, <laughs> but it's very impressive. I mean, uh, I, I I personally have a ZDX. Oh, okay. A couple yeah, years yeah. ago, ZDX. Yes, yeah, ZDX. So the lady Acura. that designed the ZDX is Michelle Christensen. She also designed the Acura NSX. Right. There yeah, you go. Yeah, super cool. You know, yeah. I think I think ZDX is a cool yeah, car. For Unfortunately, sure. they stopped. I, yeah. But after stop, it's because you know Honda and Acura basically asked me to to update. Basically, it's a leasing car. Right. So so I asked, can I ask? Um, uh, can I keep? my Acura, and they said, no, it has to be current. Yeah. I don't know, really? Right. But then I was just ending up buying. And oh. that's, that's fine, because okay. I, so I, that's like how much, yeah, how yeah, much, yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so uh, the uh, yeah, ZDX is a little bit uh, old generation, right. so it couldn't get, obviously, the high mileage of the, uh, you know, few miles, that's, that's sure. understandable. But I think MDX, with especially with the hybrid, yeah. I really enjoy it. Yeah, no, I, I'm a big fan of it. In fact, we had Joseph Newgarden last year, and he told us that he bought his girlfriend uh, an RDX. Right. As a Chevy driver, right. he, he was like, I, don't know, I probably shouldn't admit this, but I, we, we <laughs> bought her an RDX. I was like, yes. Yeah. yeah. That's a good so, car. Yeah, yeah, it's a great car. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this, this is how I know you're a company man in a good way because we've been going for about a minute and you're already getting into like sales points on the car. Right. Like, there's no time <laughs> on miles per gallon. I'm go. all in. Yeah, good yeah, protocol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a, a Honda NSX in Japan, yeah. which was a very nice present from entire <laughs> Honda after one in the department. Yeah. That was probably most excited present I ever had. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, so that was really good. I mean, I wish I had an NSX in here, but you can imagine, you know, IndyCar racing mostly moving by air. Right. So 
I mean, having an SX is gorgeous, but to me, it's MDX is really useful, and <laughs> <Yeah>. otherwise, <laughs> it's playing the same. I get that same comment. They're like, yeah. why'd you get the MDX? I'm like, I can put everything exactly. in this thing. It's so, amazing, uh, you yeah. know, because like, I, I race the Type R Civic right now, right, and right. so I was like, you're going to Type R? I'm like, I, I, I would, yeah. but yeah. I, I can literally drive around the country and do a radio show with, our, with the MDX, and right. it works out. But yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, we would suffer through an NSX. You know, yeah. we'd, we'd make it work if we had to. Exactly. You know, I mean, uh, yeah. I think it's, uh, you know, second generation is, is different, obviously, yeah. but I think it's got a huge potential, and we just need to develop, you know, nicely, right. you know, like an i11. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, keep going with it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know what a Honda Acti is? Acti, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have an Acti. Oh, you do? Yeah, <laughs> I, have, I had it imported three years ago. Really? Yeah, it's right-hand drive, manual. Yeah. I got the van, not yeah. the truck. The brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love it. It's like the best thing I've ever bought in my life. Yeah, I mean, three yeah. pedals, manuals. Yeah. And that, that, that's the uh, very basic, yeah. but it's just so much, uh, how do you say, just the connection, yeah. you know, with the cars. And uh, I have uh, my classic Mini Cooper. Okay, it's yeah. It's yeah. parked in, the, uh, in the Europe. It's about the same size as the van. Exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's just so fun to drive. Yep. It's just so yep. connected, you know. I think it's I uh, love it. So now, so so, am I correct that you live with with him? Yeah, basically, uh, what in, during the season, yeah. I based in Indianapolis. Obviously, it makes sense because the team based in here, and right. my manager Steve and 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 Sue. Uh, have a very nice house, yeah. and uh, there is a plenty of the empty rooms. So <laughs> basically, but, but it's where, where I was going is like you came to the U.S. to race in 2010. 2010. It's 2018. At no point you're like you know there's apartments, there's condos. Like no, 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 no. no you're well, you're still free. My first time I did go abroad yeah. was uh, back in 1998. Right. In the UK, right, and of course I was just a junior driver. Right. You know, finished a scholarship from Honda Racing. That's how I started my racing career. But longer story, make it short. I had to go to the uh, the Rangi school every day because I had zero yep. English. So that time I was homestaying with a very old English family. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's sort nice. of yes. force assimilate, so exactly. To speak. Yeah. So it's yeah. like a, a foreign student, basically. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. right. And then uh, the 2010. But you're in your 40s now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's the whole point. Okay. <laughs> Came to here. I needed somewhere, and of course, you know, I could stay at a hotel. But obviously, I I I, I basically met the Steve, and uh, right. can I stay here for a while, and then you know. Know, while you know d d d finding uh, the place and then 2008 uh, 18 i'm still <laughs> <laughs> i'm still home staying so uh, <laughs> has the rent yeah <laughs> do you charge rent what rent yeah right 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 what you know you won the indy 500 yeah, right yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> no it's uh canon likes to tell the story of uh a year ago i think they were they rode around together at st pete yeah and um and I've known Tony for a long time, and I've been in racing for a long time. But it, so anyway, they rode around, and afterwards they jumped off, went, and they were standing in line at the restroom. So I'm standing there waiting for Takuma to come out, and yeah. Tony says, well, I thought Takuma was living in your house. He was telling me that you live in his house now. <laughs> like, oh, right. <laughs> so that works. Right. Yeah. yeah. You say it enough times, people believe it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. yeah. exactly. So then you're here... When do you come over and when do you go back? Uh, well, I mean, it's really during the season, you yeah. know, based in here. And yeah. uh, the off-season, primarily in Japan, mm -hmm. most of the time. But really, once for the month, uh, I have to fly back and forth, back and forth. I mean, during the season, too, there is some uh, appearance and demand and meeting, greeting. Right. So I do occasionally go back to Japan only a couple of days. Yeah. But yes, based in the Indy, while it's the season. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you're married with two kids? Yes. Okay. How old are the kids? Uh, well, now it's 12 and 9. Oh, surprisingly. wow. Surprisingly, yeah. yes. Right. It's a, it's a and they're, they're still in Japan? Yeah, they're in Japan. They, okay. At least you know their ages. Yes. So, okay. <laughs> you're a step ahead. 
do they have uh, racing in their future? Um, yeah, my, uh, my, 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 my son, uh, who is an uh, older one, you mm -hmm. know, 12 years old, just started karting. Okay. And um, they, they, they're always uh, interested in, in racing because they're born in the environment. But, uh, yeah, just only recently he started, and he enjo he's enjoying it. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So at what point do you stop funding that fund? It's a kind of difficult question, isn't it? I mean, um, as long as really uh, the, the kids want to do something properly in, in, in heart and he's uh, trying to do that all the time, as long as I could uh, support, I wanted to support. Right. Um, not necessarily, uh, how can I say, uh, spoil or something, sure, yeah, right? right? right. Yeah, do, do the things you have to do, but the racing, I know, we all know, you need some, somebody found it, somebody budgeted yep. it. So uh, like he's become professional, I'm really happy, but up until then, I'd yeah. like to support as much R as right. I could. So you want him to earn it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, has to be earned. So explain to us, the, you said you were you went to the Honda Racing mm -hmm. Academy. Explain yes. that Explain that well, to everybody that might not know what that means. Exactly. So. Uh, the, the most of the race car driver started racing when he's young. And I don't disagree with the gifted uh, education or anything. I think it's brilliant if you can have that kind of a, a environment. My case, though, um, my parents had no idea for the racing whatsoever. They had zero idea. However, I was always interested in the cars and racing. But I saw, I, I never had uh, any opportunity to drive in cart or anything when I was uh, the children. However, when I was 10 years old, the first uh, Japanese Grand Prix came to Japan, for, uh, to Formula One actually. So that was back in 1987. And a friend of my father uh, has got the dealership and the Honda, and that time you could get the Formula One ticket uh, from right. them. Yep, yep. So we luckily went to the uh, Grand Prix the first time ever. I went to the circuit and first time to see the, any of the racing, that was the Formula One. And really they got me, you know. Right, I right. stood there, it's just unbelievable experience. Since then, I wanted to do something, but again, I couldn't do anything in terms of the, the, uh, the, the, the budget point of view, and uh, there was no one basically could uh, leading the racing experience. So sure. I had to go to the uh, bicycle racing, two oh, wheels. Right, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that's the only thing, so you had a metal frame, two wheels in your house, you can ride it, yeah. and you can go to the racing. So, yeah, so right. when you started bicycling, it wasn't so much that you were really into cycling. This was the closest you could get to car races. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So okay. just yeah. imagining you know, how I expressed my racing passion yeah. by bicycle. Sure. So I was doing a high school and university, both championship, and quite seriously I was doing that. But at the same time, I really wanted to go to the racing. So it's always there's always a difficulty, right? And at one time I was in university leading on an old sport magazine and they featured about Honda Racing School and they have age restriction. So you have to be under 20 years old uh -huh. to get in. Yeah. Oh. I, when I read it, I was 19. And of course okay. you have to do go the following year. Yeah, right. So to right. me, the, the first and the last chance. Yeah. So then I well, went to the, uh, the parents, look, this is my only chance. So could you give me a chance? It, you know, if I'm not good at, I will quit, you know, after one year. So then I just negotiate with my parents and then I went to the uh, Honda Racing School and then I won a scholarship. And that's so how I so started. So you hadn't raced anything really except no. bicycles until you were 19. No. And you made it to Formula One. I did. When and all, we, all we hear about now is how you have to have a kid in three years. Exactly. Yeah, or three years old in a go-kart. But, but what, what was it? What were the cars in the Honda Racing School? Uh, it's it's a, it's a designed by Lon Turnock. Okay. Um, and it's kind of, you could say here, probably Formula One style. But you then know. you went from nothing to basically a Formula Mazda equivalent. Yes, it was. So it was. It was a tough. I mean, yeah. uh, the, while I already knew I could apply it, 
of course, I had to start something, which was go-karting. So I did actually have the three months of uh, experience <laughs> in the karting. Oh, oh three months. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally yeah, good. Yeah. Right, right, right. There is a funny story because um, how can I explain it? So that, that racing school, founded by Honda and based in Suzuka. Now, of course, there is an entrance fee. There is not, a, not cheap, but you know, considering I- you do to go to the racing, it's, it's, it's far more ex- you know, it's expensive one that way. So, so anyway, so everyone wants to, to, to go to that school, but the school was only, um, how can I say, uh, they built it only two years that time, so second okay, year. So it's now, new. I was going to the third year, so no one knows. Back then, the people had to fund some budget Rather go to the race, uh, rather go to the school. You're better to spending a racing because therefore you get the result, you get the sponsorship. So the the school wasn't necessarily popular, and at the school, it's only seven people were able to to join. Up until my year, there was so it's only five or six people was uh, participating. However, the first graduate person got a scholarship, and he was storming in Japanese Formula Three. And now okay. everybody thinking. Bloody hell. Yeah. yeah. How the hell he got that environment, <laughs> right? right? Sure. So, and you know, obviously in the top teams, it's not about financial. You know, it has to have a, a probability and a potential, and of course, his financial background, the sponsorship, etc. But the person who got a scholarship get the, get the seat on the top slot. Yeah. So then now everybody wants to come. Yeah, right. right? It's a big deal. So then when I enter, it was 70 people wanted to participate, yet only seven people are able to. And unfortunately, there's no auditions back then. So you, all you have to do is writing your uh, CV, basic curriculum fight, right? The, the most of people, if you look at the land, there is a 10, 15 years of experience already since three years old. I got a, you know, the European Championship, World Championship, karting champion karting, here. Yeah. So they have like a 15, 20 paragraph. Yeah. I had two. <laughs> one is a cycling. <laughs> <laughs> one is a three months old of the uh, and then everybody's a teen, yeah. and I was only become 20. Right. So naturally thinking, I had zero chance yeah. to get in. Yeah. So after all the uh, extrapolation, they had, what about a Q&A session? And I said, how are you going to choose with amongst of 70 people closing to the 70, uh, seven? And they said, it's only paper, the CV. And I said, oh. please, well, <laughs> that's probably a little problem for me. Yeah. Can I, you know, could you give me a two minutes to just... Uh, Personally, yeah, to yeah, yes, yeah. the meeting, or, or, or how do you say, uh, um, pitch, sell, yeah. yeah, yeah. So then, luckily, they uh, had a consideration. They come back. Okay, we, they will, we, they will do the interviews if they want to. And of course, seventy people, everybody needs to. So uh, guess what? Like a four, five hours, you know, they have to participate all the individual interviews. That's how I get to the uh, to the um, how do you say the school, right? Okay. And then everyone obviously never expect. I become the scholarship person because right. I have zero, how can I say, the experience, experience and yeah. I'm all this the guy. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I got an opportunity, so I really have to thank him to this, uh, you know, school and the Suzuka. And then after one year of, uh, of uh, how do you say, the training, you know, I was very fortunate to have the scholarship. And I, I used that scholarship basically come to the UK and then how I started racing. So how you said you did it for a year? Yes. How often weekly were you there? Uh, probably once for once for the month or twice for the month. Okay. Um, so it's not the awful a lot. Yeah. But you could you could say about hundred hours of actual Suzuka circuit landing time, which if you had is converting Formula Three days, probably t- good two seasons. 
So you can do from, uh, I think it's April to December. I think it's uh, quite compressed. And uh, a lot of professional driver came as a teacher and they, they have a very sophisticated uh, program. So they are watching not only for just the low speed, but also the how learning curve went and how, you know, so that's why I was really lucky. I mean, I wasn't the fastest necessarily for the first time, of course, you have to against with all the experienced driver, but uh, I was gradually pick up a speed and um, luckily I won a scholarship. So yeah. I really appreciate for that. So you, you go from basically doing school and mm -hmm. a Formula Mazda, which we're going to bleep Mazda out of yeah, all of yeah, that, yeah. by the way, just for fun. Um, Be like a Honda F4. Yeah, yes. right, there you yes. go. Yeah. It's more appropriate. Right, yes. yeah, there we go. <laughs> we're idiots. <laughs> Uh, to go to British F3, which British F3 at the time was yes. cranking out F1 drivers. Exactly. If you go down the list of people that were in those races, every, you know every name. Yeah, from basically. Some, but I mean, there was uh, Andre Lotra yeah. and uh, you know James Courtney, Nicholas Case, who became, of course, former own you know driver. You know uh, the Pizzonia. Pizzonia, Schechter, and Katakian. Yeah. So I think it was a good year. I mean, uh, honestly. Back in then, there was a before kit union for the Euro Formula 3. So there was a German Formula 3, Italian Formula 3, French Formula 3, British Formula 3, you know, Japanese Formula 3, I mean, uh, you name it. And it's a fantastic category. And it was 11 nationality in the British Formula 3. And in my days, there was a 40 driver participating. Right. And this was pre-Euro F3, and British F3 was kind of where, yes. was kind of considered the premier of exactly. all the F3 categories. So. So, 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 so first time I went to UK was back in 98 summer. And I could actually use it, the scholarship, to go into the British Formula 3, but I didn't. The reason was not because just I didn't have a confidence, but the British Formula 3 is such a high cycle. So young driver coming out, you know, you have to showing incredible speed first and then showing a performance. Because if you stay Formula, British Formula 3 five years and you get a fast yeah, you're win, you're not going to get the not call. Not going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's why I, I, because I had zero English again, I know nothing about it. And again, I did only three months of the karting and one year of the, uh, how do you say, the school experience. The school, yeah. So to me, during that time, had you only driven Suzuka? Yes. <laughs> oh, so you know nothing about how to learn a new track exactly. or anything. Okay. So that's <laughs> yeah. why I basically stepped down probably three times, right? Three steps down. I went to the Formula Vauxhall Junior. So language school every day, staying with English from you know family and pick up the English, and then go to the weekend is go to the racing from a Vauxhall Junior from the Opel Euro Series before to get Formula Three, Just which to was be the under year the 2000. Radar. Yes, yeah. I needed to be myself. How can I say uh, uh, a confidence that to, to communicate as well as I just wanted to make a contract with a, a good team, not only because of your nationality or financial background. I wanted to properly team wanted to me to run and go together. So that was my whole idea. And that's one and a half years. It was a brilliant year that I, 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 I how can I say, I experienced a massive mistake and <laughs> learning a lot in an yeah. expensive way, unfortunately, but it made me really strong. Right. What was the, what was the biggest thing you were like shell-shocked by when you got to England? Were you like not racing wise, but life right. life wise? You're still a young kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, life wise. Well, I mean, first of all, it's shocking that under 25 years old, you cannot even rent a car. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay. So then I've got obviously the I was only uh, 21, and um, the insurance, the step, was significant. Let's say um, because. I was obviously fanatic for the cars. You know, when I go to Britain, you want to go to have a Caterham or Rotor. Right. So, uh, right. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted cool. to buy even second-hand car. <laughs> I wanted to buy it. However, the insurance is 100% of your right. car price, it's which ridiculous. I couldn't afford it. Yeah. So then I was a little 
struggled. Okay, what's the other British car? And that was then I, I decided to go to John Cooper Garage oh, yeah. in the south side of London and I go to the Mini Cooper. Mini Cooper lanking on D Lank, <laughs> which is the cheapest in insurance <laughs> right. and you can drive it too. Right. Sure. Yeah. So before I chose my, uh, the place to live, before I chose my Langeskura uh, go, I basically went to the John Cooper Garage, I got a second hand, very nice little Mini Cooper yeah, yeah. and then driving around. That's how I started. Yeah. And then it was, sho- it was a culture shocking because <laughs> while I was you know, d- driving a Mini Cooper, probably 60 miles per hour, then he's already on the living on the high. But then I said, all the elderly women having like hanging on the on the steering wheel like this yeah. and yeah. passing me like a 90 miles yeah. <laughs> it's like what the hell is happening yeah. in this country so it was a, it was totally a different culture from japan yeah. and it was just an unbelievable experience and if you go to the racing uh, back then british uh, sorry the um the, the former Vauxhall junior was support tr- support race for the btcc british uh, yeah. Drinker championship right. yeah. of course these days it's you know significant i mean it's right. huge right. so uh you know when i see it it's like a few generations, so let's say your grandpa, grandma, you know, how can I say, with, with, uh, with uh, your, 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 I don't know, the, like a three generation of the uh, fans okay, yeah, right. came to like a picnic. Mm-hmm. Let's say Brands Hatch or Autumn Park, you know, I mean, it's, it's beautiful, you right. know, we're probably 30 to 50,000 people yeah. really enjoying and the racing culture, yeah. which I really never seen in Japan. Oh, okay. So that was a great to see it. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Now, what, how are your parents for this whole thing? So, so, so the, the, the parents really, since, since I, well, let's they're say not race fans. No. Yeah. They, they just didn't know it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now, of course, they, they really enjoy <laughs> well, yeah, it. Now, now, now yeah. they're like, yeah, yeah. it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's they're like, as soon as you buy your own place, we'll believe you succeed. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm telling yeah. you, I'm a big deal in America. I'm huge in America. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, so, so since I started my uh, race career in England, uh, they, uh, they, how can I say, travel, you know, tr- came to travel to see my race probably oh, okay. two, three times in a year. So they really enjoy. And what do they do? Uh, uh, my, my, my father was because he passed away already but uh, uh, he was a lawyer and uh, my mother uh, uh, is an actress it's a oh stage cool. actress so as you can imagine there's nothing to do with racing yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and to put that in context a lawyer in Japan is very rare compared to the US it's like something like 2% or something like that actually uh, I don't know the uh, numbers yeah. but um, yeah it was, it was probably yeah tough it's very yeah. rare there mm-hmm. yeah so yeah cool but he, he, fo- he was a strong man he fought the cancer for over 30 years and uh, he passed away in 2011, unfortunately, but uh, he had a good life. And uh, yeah, he came to travel with uh, all over the Europe and then from Rwanda. And he came to the Indy 500 a couple of times. So, uh, oh, actually one time. But, uh, you know, it was, it, was, it was great to see him, to enjoy the Kinda racing see what part. This was. Yes. Sure. Right. Yes. Now, so you, so you end up getting uh, with Carlin mm-hmm. Motorsports, who yes. now has an IndyCar team. Yes. That was obviously the team to be with, yes. you know, very strong. Is there pressure from Honda at all at this point, or are they just like use your scholarship, do no. whatever you have to do? In fact, it was the opposite. Yeah. Because you probably know the post Stewart racing back then. It was a D team yeah. for the uh, for the junior category. So they wanted to see. Obviously, I wanted I wanted to go top team, of course. Yeah, right. So I did testing with the post Stewart. I did testing with um, uh, quite few uh, good teams, and um, and one of them was the Carding. Now, of course, Cardi Motorsport back then was the only second year to enter the British Formula C, so really no one knows. And really, that team was founded and built it for Naren Kathakian initially. 
but they showed tremendous speed part-time. And uh, I thought it was a great opportunity. Now, when I went to the uh, to one of the top teams, actually, I broke the uh, unofficial rap record in Donington Park in wintertime. Now, wintertime, of course, it's, it's a Kazakhstan fast. It's a very natural. I was, uh, uh, yeah, sort of, how can I say, doing um, uh, audition with Thomas Schecht, actually, okay, back yeah, then. Yeah. So uh, then I was happy with it. However, I d- really didn't feel the, um, like, like at home feeling. Potential-wise, yes, cars are already on a very high level, but it's almost completed. Now, the car in was like all over the place. There's a huge potential, but people looking all over the place. Once if we got the same vector, the same place, I thought Carlin would be to become a fantastic team. So then, of course, to talk to the Carlin, and then I had to back to Ayama Honda and then explain to how the Carlin Motorsport would be. They, they had uh, no confidence back then, but they, they really luckily trust me. Okay, so then got the scholarship to go with them. So when I went to the Carlin, there was only five people. And uh, on the p- whole team. On the whole team. Wow. And then they expanding for the two cars team because now it's Ben Collins was yeah. my first teammate. That's big. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So it's fantastic. Yeah. He, he's the guy. Anyway, so in the five ca- uh, five people, five people, so ten people in total. Now was a carney, and as a you know, it's an older shot in a very small town, and uh, that's how we started. And of course, nowadays the carney is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Best team, IndyCar right? team, yeah. I know. So it's, uh, <laughs> I mean, he went. They, he, but even Trevor went to the Formula One as well. So, <laughs> I mean, we we we. We me- I needed a team like Karin as much as you know, it's so, how can I say, passionate, so uh, wanted to succeed. And they needed the driver like me. That re- so, so we matched together. So that is, I think it was a really great history. I really appreciate the Toyota, you know, to give me opportunity. I, I think you won something like 12 races yes. one season yes. out of 24. Yes. That doesn't happen very often. Uh, no, and including, uh, uh, of course, at the uh, Marble Masters in Zandvoort right. and the international uh, Spa, and that's a British Formula C support race, yeah. and of course Macau, Macau Formula 3. So yeah. basically, we dominant, and back in 2001 with that Anthony Davidson. Right. So that yeah. was a, that was a great year. And at that time, you're 20. I was 24, 20, 24. Yeah, 24. Yeah. How did you get the helmet on with the ego? Uh, how do you mean? With your head being <laughs> so big from <laughs> thinking a lot about. H- how does a 24 year old kid who wins tw- 12 of 24 F3 races against the next crop of F1 drivers, right. and then also Macau Spa and all these yeah. races? How did you keep yourself I, I down know. I just enjoyed it. Yeah. It really is. And um, it's a funny story, actually. To, to win the Macau thing, is for me, is uh, the most important win before to get Formula 1. The reason was, after 2000, year 2000, so I got the most proportion or whatever in terms of number, but I didn't win the championship because I was either, either, either winning or crushing bun, right? <laughs> I was in third in championship. However, the AD Jordan... Uh, 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 thought uh, maybe give me a, a chance to drive in a Fanka. So that was a, a great Christmas present in the back in 2000 in December and uh, I was wearing Yano Trulli's seat <laughs> and uh, <laughs> no one knows really. Yeah. And uh, even the uh, mechanics didn't know. And uh, my manager back then was Andrew Gilbert Scott who was doing uh, like a straight line test for the Jordan. They didn't have a seat so what they did is they chopped Andrew's seat and putting a two, uh, two-part form seat in on top of that. So it was like three days before actually I drove the Formula 1. We made uh, the seat and then bring it to the Harris. Uh, anyway, so the longest story, make it short. So then I had his first taste in the Formula 1. It was an unbelievable experience. 
So then going to the 2001, obviously won the championship. So halfway through, you naturally negotiate, you know, for the race car, you know, Formula One race seat. And of course, Andrew did an incredible job to, to dealing with Eddie Jordan. And we actually made a contract before I go to Macau Formula in 2001. So here's the things. After winning the British Formula 3 Championship, I became basically a Formula 1 driver for 2002, right? Eddie said, you don't go to Macau. I said, why? Because, well, because what do you get it? You know, everybody tried to beat you. And now, now you're the Formula 1 driver. You don't have to prove anything, right? And in fact, if you, uh, if you have a crash and you have an you know, injury, you get a huge problem for the winter test program. Yes, I understand that, Eddie. But Macau is so important for me because my hero was at Senna. Because, you, know, you know, back in 10 years old when I was Suzuki. Yeah, the first time. yeah, yeah exactly. absolutely. So uh, the winning Macau is so important, especially in 2000. I started from pole position and f- uh, for, the, uh, for, the, uh, for the final race. And then I led it for about eight seconds and went to straight into the barrier in turn one. <laughs> <laughs> so, I had to revenge. You led for a while. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, I told Eddie, I know Formula One is good. Oh, no, no, the incredibly important deal. But to me, I need to go to Macau because otherwise I don't drive for you. Oh, wow. You, gave, Ed, you gave Eddie Jordan an ultimatum. Y- yes, I did. Yeah, I'm sure he was happy and about Eddie that. Eddie was obviously a <laughs> proper racer. Yeah, it's so now, okay, if you say so, you must win it, oh, right? But you right. can go. Right. That's how I went to Macau Formula 3 in 2001. That's everybody knew I got already ticket to the Formula 1. Everybody tried to smagging me off. Right, yeah. And media will say, if I won it, well, of course, because Formula 1 driver. Yeah. If I lose... Yeah. yeah, there's, there's exactly. only downside, yeah. basically. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I had to do it because the reason was I had to deal with my pressures myself. And uh, if you can't deal with the blood pressure, right. I think you can't survive even Formula 1. So to me, it was a good challenge and a good practice and that I must do the things. And then uh, basically I won it. So that was a fantastic uh, 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 moment. But to me, it's like that's kind of things like a young driver passionate it and um, you have to you have to believe yourself you have to believe the people who are supporting and make things happen can you describe the Macau Grand Prix because imagine most of our fans are probably more road racing based mm-hmm. and they might not have a clue right. what that weekend is right. it's a hell of a racetrack yeah but also I've been told that Macau is like the Las Vegas of that area yeah, so sure. Can just explain to us the entire craziness of that track and event. Right, right. I mean, obviously, the, the Macau has got a great history for the racing. You know, the first uh, former, first Formula 3 now was Ayrton Senna, yeah. right? And since then, they developed, and there was a, a unique weekend as well because they do 2 by 4 which means a motorcycle, touring car, and Formula 3. Now, Formula 3 is the main event, but it's uh, the circuit, the, they call the gear circuit. It's incredible because it's one of the longest main straight ever uh, for any truck, I believe, uh, in three courses yeah. at least. Yeah. And so, so, so you in Formula 3, actually clocking the fastest speed, more than Thraxton, you know, faster than Thraxton in Formula 3, which is so fast. Right. But if you go to the, to the mountainside, there is a, a very technical section and the hairpins and uh, there is a Fiskia flat out S's right. and it's just mountainside is just incredibly technical so everyone who, who loved the racing basically wants to go to the Macau because it's one of the, I think it's most challenging and it's such an exotic you know the, the race 
Now, of course, Macau was returned from China um, in 2000 plus year, well, I don't remember. But uh, it's a developed a huge time in financially, and it's, it's a great uh, casino place. So I think it's a, it's a worldwide, I would say based in Hong Kong, but it, it's a very uh, attractive, uh, great city. And for the race weekend, it's just a magical. But because Ayrton Senna won it, and um, there was like a Mika Hacking and a Michael Schumacher's very yeah, famous every battle. Every legend you is know, this. Yeah. Every legend w went there. So that's why it's, it's one of my bucket lists, and I have Absolutely. to go there. So <laughs> I think, uh, you know, if you ever have a chance to watch Macau nowadays, you know, you can you watch on YouTube and yeah. etc. I think you, everyone love it. And uh, back then, like I said, there was a former C was very international. So every country has like a five or six allocations, right? Yeah. Because it's just amongst the only champion was invited. You have to have invitation to, to yeah. race there. So it's, a, it's an incredibly prestigious race. Now, were you with your wife at the time? Yes, I, he was, uh, no, she, 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 was, uh, she was my girlfriend back then. Okay, so you were um, behaved. Uh, yes, yeah, she okay. drove, yeah. Okay. <laughs> she drove it together. Yes, okay. I was very behaved. You were very behaved. <laughs> All right. So I don't know if we'll get this chance with any other guests. You know, when I think of F1 team owners, you know, like Ron Dennis back in the day mm -hmm. or Jack Brown or you know, very serious. Eddie Jordan, <laughs> for anyone that sort of, you know, maybe started paying attention to F1 later, how, do you have any crazy Eddie Jordan stories? Because he was sort of a wild yeah. team owner relative <laughs> to other team owners. He's always crazy. Yeah. It's just, uh, I don't know how to say it. I mean, they, uh, I was kidnapped by Eddie Jordan in the <laughs> what? <laughs> my first trip. Hold on, yeah. stop. <laughs> Explain. <laughs> so uh, my first ever, let's say, no, I don't think appearance, but just, um, you know, I mean, how can I say, it's just kind of a social time. And there was, uh, after I made a contract, after one of Macau Formula 3, because it was a November race, right? So, so December, uh, he basically invited me to go to their, the Christmas party in the home. Okay, so we are supposed to flying from Oxford Airport. And I was sure, because I was only 24 years old or 25, whatever. Um, I was a little nervous. And then uh, I thought my manager coming with me, along with me, because it's just the first time with Eddie, yeah, right, right, to go to the trip. You need supervision. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, there was, uh, I remember it was so dark and like at 6.30 a.m. It's a frozen Oxford airport. I arrived and there was no one. And, uh, mm, okay, so I called my manager, Andrew, and uh, where are you? And he was in a bed. And, <laughs> oh, um, Taku, you're going, you're alone. Oh, oh, really? Is that the case? Okay, uh, the good luck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, then, like a minute later, the, 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 the guy arrived, and then, okay, you know, there we go, we go to the, uh, he introduced to the everyone, but then there was an like, entire Eddie's family, so Eddie's and the wife and the daughters, and uh, I was sitting like a tiny little right. <laughs> in a seat, like, right. so what are we going to go into? And then he, of course, um, through the, the private jet to the, uh, to the, from Oxford to the dub ring, yeah. and uh, he, he, he basically had did give me a, a, a tour of uh, Ireland. Oh, okay. So we went to the, uh, obviously, the, sh the huge uh, Irish pub and it has got proper Guinness. Oh, got it. Yeah, Good. of course. Yeah, and right. then it has got like a, like a kind of like a castle yeah. type of the uh, huge restaurant that we went to the lunch and then, then go to the his, his home and all the musicians come and it's uh, all over the night yeah. up until 9 a.m. very next day there is non-stop and I had no option <laughs> to leave or anything it's <laughs> 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 just crazy yeah, you know? yeah. but uh, that was the first time you hung out yeah, yeah. yeah. that was the very right. first day right. of hanging out <laughs> with like, him what so. am I getting myself into <laughs> I know yeah. but, but I think it was a great time really yeah. is I mean he he, he loved 
to do with the young driver. Of course, you know, he's the guy to found the Imaku Schumacher to bring into the, uh, you know, of course, there is obviously, um, you know, the, how can I say, uh, uh, so many great drivers come through the uh, Jordan Grand Prix, so I'm really proud of part of their family. Right. Yeah. When your time ended at Jordan, did it end with him on good terms? Like, were you, you guys? Yeah, well, basically, um, no, I think it, uh, in the end, it was a tough time for the, for the Jordan Grand Prix because, um, um, well, the team really needed to a big sponsorship. And um, back then, I was DHL, Benson, Hedges, and uh, you know, you name it. But uh, it, it was a, f a little bit financial crisis, and uh, Honda basically decided to pull out uh, the, the deal with the Jordan, and so he has to go to the, uh, the different manufacturer. And uh, also, I had a two-year contract. Um, there were some options, and uh, basically, he had to take uh, the options to to other other ways because right. otherwise his team couldn't survive the other, the other options that probably had funding, had funding. yes yeah. Yeah, yeah. yes okay. so but 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 really nice story was he i don't know how uh, how my how i'm allowed to say that this but maybe because this was uh, so many years ago Statue of limitations. yeah yeah, yeah. we're yeah. good so yeah. we're not listening. well we <laughs> has to go to japanese grand prix that was the final race in 2002 yeah. and we had we had a, such a difficult year. Uh, 2002 car EJ12, which is legendary car in the end, but even Giancarlo Fisichera thought the car was broken when, when we did a shakedown. Because right. it, before that, EJ11, the 2001 car, it's a very successful car, and we were like two, three seconds off the pace oh. on the shakedown. Right. So he thought it was the car was broken. But anyway, the, the, that's the wrong story to make sure. <laughs> so that, 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 that's the car you have to deal with. Now, of course, we very difficult here. I nev never scored a point up until last last race. Right. And uh, the Jordan was a little bit financial crisis, and he had to borrow uh, a big money from uh, Mr. Bernie Eccleston ah, yeah. to go yeah. to big participate. Yeah. yeah, for the uh, for the uh, for the last part of the uh, to the race. Then, on the Suzuka, on the last part of the Japanese Grand Prix in 2002. Um, Basically, my first race, I just scored a point in the fifth race. And that two points actually overtook, I think it's Alvaro and Jaguar. Or I don't remember, well, maybe I'm wrong. But anyway, th there was a two steps a jumped yeah, for, right. the, for, um, for the manufacturer, manufacturer, yeah. manufacturer yeah. championship. Right. It's a big now, deal. of course, every manufacturer championship move up, you get the TV lights and, yeah, you know, of course, yeah, a the big, big money. huge right. money. Yeah. And yeah. so, obviously, when I, <laughs> when I check a flag, I, I still remember like so clearly, like entire mechanics, you know, was climbing up the fence, the fence and yeah. hanging out. It's yeah, just awesome. unbelievable. I mean, everybody's so happy. Yeah. Yeah. But then of course, after the park filming, I jump after the car, Eddie Jordan was uh, dashing, running to me, and I could see his, 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 his eyes as complete dollars. Right. Because he's so <laughs> happy. Money, money, money. Yeah. <laughs> so happy. So he just uh, couldn't survive entire in the Jordan family right. because obviously Jankel and I scored a, a very points. valuable point yeah. towards the end of the season. So <laughs> that's how we end up. So we, unfortunately, we have to work in it differently. And yeah. then the following year, I became the BR test driver. Yeah. But um, uh, that year, Eddie gave me a fantastic support to me. Yeah. So I can't thank enough to them. He had, and I don't know if this is true because I never met him, he had a reputation as sometimes walking around naked. Have you ever seen him naked? Uh, <laughs> have you ever seen Eddie Jordan naked? <laughs> no, I, I, luckily I didn't. You did no, not? Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Not, not that he can remember. So y you make it to Formula One, and this is back when they had tobacco money in a lot yes. of places, so money was pretty good. Yes. What's the dumb 
thing you bought first? Was the big dumb purchase that you're like, why did I buy an elephant I didn't need, or something like that? Um, what thing? Well, the, probably uh, the biggest purchase I ever had, dumb probably one. including today, was <laughs> a tiny little apartment in Monte Carlo. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. in Monte Carlo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, in oh. Monte Carlo. At the end, that made a lot more sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, but, but still, I had to How many had to make a mortgage with that right, when yeah. I purchased. Oh, even yeah. when you bought it, you still yes. had to pay on it. Yeah. yeah. But, but it, it was probably, I was able to do that because I finally making some little cash by uh, professionally right. being in Formula 1. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> by being, yeah. Right, the, being the, an F1 driver. The highest yeah. form of F1. Okay, so how long did you hold on to that place for? That's here it is. You still have it? Yes. Oh, see. So you oh, you're doing fine. <laughs> fine. How, how many? So a small, like how small is small? Like oh, one, one bedroom. bedroom. Okay. One, one bedroom. bedroom. Yes. Okay. But it's there if you need it. Is it like less than 600 <laughs> feet? Um. Yeah, something like that. It's yeah. like the size of this room. I'm assuming. Uh. Well, no. This is this is <laughs> much larger. <laughs> this is a US spec. So right, okay. Right. Exactly. So a one bedroom, 600-ish square foot place in Monaco. Uh. How many zeros? I don't need to know the number, but how many zeros? How many zeros? A zero. I don't know. I mean, quite a few zeros. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, imagine Monaco. Yeah. I mean, okay, living expense is probably 10% higher than, you know, obviously, yeah. you know, French Levela, it's just, uh, yeah. it's not cheap. Right. But normal, how can I say, life, you yeah. can do it. But it's a stupid amount of uh, price for the, uh, how do you say, the, uh, so. For, the, for what you're getting. Right. Yeah. Uh, yes. yeah, for yeah, for, for uh, uh, per square foot kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's the houses. Yeah. yeah property. Yeah. yeah. Property right. price is just a plus one zero. Yeah. Well, yeah. Money, <laughs> money is no object for us because the podcast. Clearly. We have okay. podcast money. <laughs> we have that podcast Real money. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So. so we get it. Yeah. But you still yeah. own it. Yeah. I'm still yeah like that's, that's, that's not dumb because it's still it. That's actually paying out. Yeah. I hope so. Right. I yeah, hope so. And, exactly. and my mini is still there, the park there. <laughs> <laughs> the first ever car to port it. So you kept the first ever car yes. and the first apartment. Yes. So you're, you're on it, man. Fine. You're fine. Yeah, yeah you're you fine. have a backup plan here. Yeah, I mean, literally, yeah. if this all ends tomorrow, you could just live off of selling that. <laughs> you're fine. So. <laughs> okay, let's hope. <laughs> um, 2002, you have a massive, well, you didn't really have a crash. Nick Heidfeld had a crash that you got invited to very heavily. Was that the first big time you'd had a really big one? Very. I mean, because that was a massive impact. Yeah. Put a hole in the tub. I mean, I had, uh, obviously, you couldn't see it, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, when you, race driver, when, you, when you're going to the crash, you know it, right? Okay, it's a spinning ratio, yeah, the yeah, crossing no rate to the, the wall. Y you kind of get some idea. Now, of course, it's not great. However, that Austria Grand Prix, the A1 link, one of the fastest track, right? And after the restart, I just go into the turn into the corner for the hairpin, probably 70 miles per hour. And suddenly, for the side impact, right? Huge, I thought it was a meteor would hit me. <laughs> 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 because I, I, when I hit, you know, when I got hit, I couldn't imagine that was a Formula One car. Right, yeah, couldn't be. Because yeah. it's impossible. Too big. It yeah. Too huge. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you're all going the same speed. No one should be able to run into you like That's that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I could see so many stars, like a ding-ling <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And it's just completely blacked out. Yeah. I, I wasn't unconscious, luckily. Just not. But just it was a... Dizzy. I mean, I could literally lost the vi vision. Yeah. And I go to the brat yeah. and stars. And then moment later, there's a... How do you say? The, uh, the sand all yeah. over the place. Next time when I see it, was my monocoque was completely broken. I could see the big hole through the uh, actual gravel trip. Yeah. My legs squashed. Yeah. 
oh my gosh, yeah. what is happening? Yeah. And then the moment later, an incredible pain came. Oh. So it's not good. Yeah. But I, I never thought there was another Formula One car hit me because it was a Couldn't make way sense. too big yeah. impact. Yeah. So this was your first big one between wife, parents. How was how the reaction at home? Uh, I think, uh, well, actually that was a Mother's Day. Oh. Yes, okay. like this kind of this okay. uh, weekend, wow. right? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the, the a today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> the Australia basically invite all drivers' mother. Oh no. Oh. So oh, your mom. So <laughs> my mom and it's my right dad yeah. was watching uh, was it was actually physically there. Oh yeah, right. So but I think I think it's, it's, it's actually good and bad because well, how can I say if you're so distant in Japan you're so isolated and you have no idea what's going on. But however, TV got a little bit more information, but while physically there, you have also zero information, but at least you can really meet at the hospital later yeah, on. Yeah, and they can see so and touch you. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, th yeah. so they're worried about it, but luckily I never broken a bone or anything. So uh, yeah, I mean, I had to stay overnight for the hospital, but uh, that, was, uh, that was the biggest impact I ever had, yeah. Uh, but but also I had to I had to I have to thanks to the uh, Egbo Hamidi who was uh, um, the chief uh, aerodynamist and and uh, technical director for that EJ12. Now we talk about EJ12 was two seconds off the base at the beginning. Well, simply because it was such a aero sophisticated car. Now in Formula One days, you get 10% of downforce every year. It's good numbers. But we gained 40% of downforce from the previous year. Yeah. So we are very excited. Yeah, yes. right, yeah, we're going to win everything. Yeah. But how the hell <laughs> we can be two seconds slower on the track? Right. The problem was for the egg bowl was he come from NASA. Oh. So it's, a, it's basically rocket ship yeah. things. Yeah. Now, rocket is going to destroy it. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So the car, EJ12, has significant downforce by end of the straight. Yeah. But as soon as you turn in, your COP is moving along, yeah, right. and you just cannot use the, uh, the downforce. It's not usable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. It's yeah. so difficult car. But yeah. by end of that, Gary Anderson, uh, the genius uh, technical director, manipulated making a superb car at the Suzuka. But anyway, there's a long, long, long development. But that's how initially, that's, that's, that's a very logical design because your foot is higher than your heart. Oh yeah, your feet right. are up there. Yeah, feet yeah, right, is so yeah. high nose. I mean, that is why I survived my leg, because of my oh. yeah, Nick Heidfeld oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. crashing to me. Yeah. Uh, back then, I was, uh, 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 how do you say? Yeah, the gearbox was a metal, right? right. It was, uh, what do you say, the magnesium, uh, the yeah, gearbox. Magnesium, the heaviest yeah. part of the car was coming through to yeah. my weakest point of the monocoque. Yeah. So his gearbox was underneath of my uh, uh, so right. critical legs. Yeah. Right. But if I didn't have a, such an a, a incredible, yeah, the tub race so much. Tub, yeah. highest they ever knows, yeah. they made it in Formula One, yeah, right in my legs, legs couldn't survive it. Right. That's why, I mean, everything story is just connected. Yeah. And I have to thank a big thank to the Egbert Hamidi too. It's <laughs> crazy, right? <laughs> Jeez. Man. Yeah. You got Shall we eat? Yeah, let's yeah. eat yeah. and talk. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah we're yeah. all just, just hanging out. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's yeah. the go-to guilty pleasure of American food for you? How do you mean? Like, what's the thing that's like an American thing that you're like when you're in Japan and you haven't been here in a while when you land? What's the, like the I need like to go eat this? because oh, I um, miss it that we wouldn't expect. Yeah, the I, best think, uh, I think I uh, think the um, the ice cream. <laughs> oh, uh, putting on the uh, what is it? Stone. Oh, cold, cold stone cream. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the one I <laughs> cold enjoy. Stone cream. Cold stone cream. That's the very, very okay. American. So, in Formula One, 
the most common thing we hear about teammates is that you're supposed to hate each other, and that's a European thing in general. But it seems like you always got along with all of your teammates. Yeah, and I don't think we hate it, you know. Yeah. Well, you're supposed to beat them, and it be yes. can become. I actually had a European teammate recently that was a little bit like that. What was always trying to make right, me on right. edge, and I was like, yeah, I don't have time for that. Like, I don't care. I mean, it is tough and stiff competition between yeah. teammates because that's the only measurement, right? Mm -hmm. In yeah. the Formula One, this is so difficult to judge from outside. It's right. only teammates. It's, it's your measurement. However. I probably been really lucky to have a you know it's very great teammates yeah. you know and um, really you know the first teammate Janka Fisichella yeah. right he's probably nicest person in the paddock yeah and uh, of course there's a stiff competition but I learned a lot yeah it was great and Olivier Panis and Jack Vilnius and the BR test driver days probably Jack and and I had uh, a little bit friction yeah. Um, that seems like him and everyone, well, though. Let's say, so probably. Yeah. End of the day, we respect each other. Yeah. In I mean, a couple of years ago, when he re-entered 500, it was just very nice to see it. Yeah. He was very friendly. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I think it's very different from Formula One. Suddenly friends. Because, yeah. because, you know, I, I tell you a very funny story. Because Jack, back then, uh, Craig Pollock was a team owner. Yep. And Jock, you know, Jock Crea was his uh, race engineer, who obviously come from everything. It's going to stay. Yep. So he has got a, a king, right? King yes. house and yep. environmental. So he can decide anything. And he didn't want to test in the car particularly at uh, the winter season. So he just, just because he didn't want to do it? Yeah. yeah. Right. He's <laughs> like, eh. well, let's do the Ayrton Senna ways, right? Right. Let's yeah. let, let, let the build <laughs> yeah. the car from young drivers. I'll be here. I'll, I'll be yeah, here yeah. one week before the Grand Prix. Right. And <laughs> Jack was, seems like that way, you know, initially. When I became a test driver, um, <laughs> it's very surprisingly, he drove five consecutive test days in all by himself. The reason why he wanted to block me. So I was supposed to drive in day one, in day three and day four. Yeah. He just decided, I want to drive day one. Okay, so day two, day three, he was driving. And I said, okay, so there is so many things that uh, you know, need to develop. Okay, I keep continuing. So I stood there, stood there and... I never got an opportunity because race driver wanted to drive. So, so I, I never had a, a, a great, um, uh, how can I say, time. It is the very first year of the test driver in 2003. Sorry, yeah, it wasn't 2001, 2003 when I became the uh, 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 third driver. Yeah. So basically, ha just for those who don't know your career, 2003, so you leave Jordan in 2002 or, yes. or things don't yes. work out. 2003, you elect... Uh, British uh, BAR yes. is a Honda team, yes. so yes. now you're a test driver yes. for the year, not yes. racing. Exactly. Though, yeah. yeah. So, so actually, Anthony and I uh, was both Anthony test drivers. Davidson. Yes, yeah. Anthony Davidson. Yeah. And um, and uh, I was a reserve driver. So basically, every single weekend you have to attend in case something happens. But anyway, so uh, that is probably toughest teammate. Well, I wouldn't say teammate because we didn't race each other. But uh, probably that's the only time I felt oh, this is a Formula One thing. But then, of course, in end of 2003, uh, Jack decided he will quit and not racing in Suzuka. So uh, really, I became uh, a, a sudden race car driver in, in Suzuka in 2003. That was a great time, you know, with the first time with the Jensen. And uh, we finished uh, both um, uh, fourth and fifth. So uh, fifth and sixth, maybe something like that. So it was good. Yeah, good result. And uh, 2004, of course, it's, uh, it's our uh, most successful season. And then, um, no, I think Jensen was a great driver. You know, we we can share so many things, and uh, he's such a how can I say open 
mine and uh, you know he's very competitive and then after that Anthony Davidson became my teammate again <laughs> at the uh, you know Super Guri race team right and so I had a very uh, uh, luckily I had a very uh, uh, good teammate all the time right yeah did the mechanics ever make fun of Jacques Villeneuve's suits Oh, the buggy, so buggy? Yeah, yeah, because they were like yeah. seven sizes too big. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. What's, uh, without numbers, because you, you don't have to say that, but how much different do you get paid as a test driver in Formula One versus at this time than, a, than an actual starting driver? Oh, in terms of salary? Yeah, like is it well, a big difference or is it? Uh, yeah, I think it's a diff yeah. big difference. But um, the one thing for sure that Andrew, my manager back then, Andrew Gibbs, got made sure was when you when you contract with the Formula 1 team, the first contract, you want to do properly. So even test driver, you won't, you won't get paid, right? You've never, you never been, how can I say, uh, been seen as a paying driver. So we did actually proper contract. So the, even, the be, even though I was test driver, you know, it's not a gorgeous amount, but I think it was a very great salary, yeah, back then as, as a test driver, yeah. Have you, tr have you tried this? Yeah, it, uh, I'll do the... <laughs> yeah, octopus dumpling. I'll do, which is, are they both octopus? I'll do one, sure. Yeah. Oh, is okay. that what that is? Sean doesn't eat seafood. It's okay. I've had That's three of them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, no, they're no, good. No, I'll, yeah. I'll keep eating. Normally, I'll, I don't I'll eat, eat seafood, but I'll eat when Takuma Sato says you're going to eat octopus, you eat octopus. <laughs> you're not allergic, are you? No. <laughs> we'll find I, out. You know yeah, we'll no. find out. Yeah. He says that because I normally don't eat seafood. So when people offer... I say I'm allergic. That way they don't push oh, it. But I see. But I you're see. you're you're a special occasion. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So. My 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 marketing manager in Formula One days is Matthew Winter, who actually worked with my Steve Fusick here. So that's how we met each uh, other. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so Matthew is a vegetarian. Now he doesn't <laughs> have allergy, but he don't eat even fish, right? So it's a pure vegetarian. Now I always have a fun to insist him to eat something else. Right. So when we go to Japan, <laughs> basically I, 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 I gave him a couple of uh, fishes, uh, supposing fish, and also the um, uh, jellyfish. Okay, yeah. Yep. So I said jellyfish is almost a plant. <laughs> it's kind of vegetables. Oh, you're <laughs> <laughs> you're, he's that asshole. Yeah, you're, you're a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's just kind <laughs> of uh, <laughs> he ate it. He yeah, ate he's it. like, okay, fine. He yeah, yeah, yeah. He trusted you as a friend. Yeah. Right, yes. yeah. <laughs> So he enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> when he hears so us, I'm, yeah. I'm very pleased you actually Sean doesn't drink except when we sat down with Mario Andretti. Wow. He offered Andretti wine, and sure enough, there I we go. had yeah. to do it. There we yeah. go. Yeah. So. so yeah, do, you need, do, you need, um, do you need help you with okay? chopsticks? <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to teach you how to use chopsticks? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So kind. <laughs> We'll get you through this meal. You'll be okay. Um, all right, you end up moving over to IndyCar. Mm -hmm. What was the first thing you had to adapt to? Like the lack of downforce, like just overall less performance, or is it something you just? Um, sure. I mean, the IndyCar always interested in 500, but I never really know about IndyCar series. The cars, um, of course, come from Formula One. In terms of just a pure technology point of view, yes, it is very different, right? Um, so you expect heavy car, less downforce, less power. You just naturally have to adapt. And to me, it's not uh, it's not a surprise 
and it's not hard things either um, because it's Formula 1 like every single Grand Prix you get the new wing and etc yeah, etc right. so the cars changing Evolving, the tyres yeah. compound the constructions yeah. always changing so you have to adapt uh, it's a bit like that and IndyCar in fact it, the variety does have a short oval a super speedway street course road course to me it's very attractive you know so I was very excited yeah how hard is it to figure out an oval um, for someone that yes. comes from not that I, world at all. I'm, I'm still, I'm still every every time you go to the oval, you're learning something. That's yeah. how I feel. However, the first oval I ever raced was I think it was a Kansas. Okay. <laughs> and um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Actually, it's just fast turns. Yes, I was gonna say that's a fast oval. Yeah. You know. And um, I was excited by myself as a Helio Castro Davis yeah. a couple of times. Right. And uh, my engineer then KB Davis and Garrett and made a, a, a superb car for mm -hmm. my first race. So unfortunately, uh, I didn't finish uh, the tango with actually Hideki, <laughs> but uh, with <laughs> Newman Haas. Yes, <laughs> but um, no, I, I really enjoyed it. And in fact, the sensation of the speed you feel it in You're oval right. was just unbelievable. Yeah. So uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. One of the things I, I kind of want to go back just for a second. When whenever F1 goes to Japan, the fan support seems to be incredible for everybody incredible and you're a japanese race car driver uh we see a lot of gifts be yes. given right w what's the weirdest thing you've oh. ever been uh weirdest yeah something you're like oh no i don't know what to like um, a, like a child somebody hands you a young baby <laughs> 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 you can keep that yeah, i don't no. know it's probably low squid what? what? <laughs> Somebody gave you a raw squid. Yeah, very nice achieving. How big are we talking here? Uh, well, I mean, totally. <laughs> oh, wait, what? Now, is there a significance? Like, are you obsessed with squid? <laughs> How do they like present that? Is that like they just hand it to you? Like, no, no, it's, it's nicely ice packed and the oh, you know, okay. it's so you cooler. Can, you so can take yeah, it home. So they thought it out. Yeah, probably yeah. Down. Is, that, is that that weird in Japan? Probably weird. Yeah. Okay, all right, yeah. Because yeah. if that happened to me when I was raised in Japan, I'd be like, they, they must just do that here. They must just do that. Okay, it's a little bit, you. a little bit wasabi with the soy sauce. Right. So you can have it. So nice. nobody in the states has brought you just like a like a big hunk of steak, like raw meat. No, I was waiting. We can make that happen. Really? We have that power. Okay, we can we make somebody bring you meat. <laughs> don't eat it. That'd be great. Oh, no, don't eat it. Okay. No. Uh, one of the things I was uh, I wanted to ask you about. You went back and tested for Toro Rosso, mm -hmm. 2008, yes. I believe, and you were the fast guy. Yes. Why didn't you end up racing for Toro Rosso? You studied well, well. I, it's my job, man. I get paid that's a lot a, for this. That's a good story, no, actually. No, I don't. Not at all. And now um, would be the time to go there with exactly, the Honda Power uh, Plant. Let's, let's get that going. But yeah, I mean, it, it it was kind of difficult to talk that story. But now I can tell. Yes. Oh, here we go. That's what this is all about. Yeah. Because it's podcast. Yeah. Well, right. our whole thing is like getting okay. the real stories. I'm actually yeah. glad you're asking me because that was one of the best guy ever driven. Really? Yeah. Really? Adrian Newey's Formula One car. Oh, uh, yeah. Every, yeah. every driver's dream, mm -hmm. right? Very successful car and Ferrari engine. Yeah. I probably shouldn't say that, but <laughs> okay. Yeah. Back in yeah. days, y you imagine yeah. 19,000 RPMs. I can't. That sounds amazing. Yeah. yeah, 900 brake horsepower. Yeah. Superb. Now, of course, I experienced the Jordan Grand Prix via Honda. It's all great cars. But obviously, the new is. It's just a different level. Mm -hmm. The um, You know the how violent Formula 1 cars acceleration is? Yeah. So from first, second, third, fourth, fifth gear, it's just the instantaneous. Mm -hmm. And then sixth and seventh, you hit the wall for the uh, air. The air wall. Yeah. yeah. is car is just... Flores. I mean, they, they go like a six speed, seven speed. The steel engine is going up and up and up. And I remember that the Catalonia, the, the Barcelona, 
hey, going to Taiwan, I was like, I got scared. Yeah. It's just so fast. <laughs> and then I hit the brake, and the car deaccelerates so well, yet I had to put the throttle again. Right. <laughs> 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 it's unbelievable expense. Right. Now, as you said, yes, back then, um, I tested with them three times. Yeah. France Tos gave me a fantastic opportunity. Yeah. And every single circuit, I was one of the fastest. In fact, in Barcelona, in the morning, I was faster than Red Bull Betel in with the Trollosa team, yeah. the sister team. So we were very proud of that. However, it didn't happen. That was because there's a lot of uh, difficulty at the politics and uh, you know the things that I probably can't tell even the, the, the podcast. However, I really greatly thankful the Torosa team gave me great opportunity. Yeah. It was one of the, the best time for the, that three testing, having a great engineering with them. Basically, they're Italians, right? right? Yeah. So they're so great people. Yeah, yeah. great people. Yeah, right. And having go to make a car fast, we actually we are ending up in the top of the time seat. Yeah. That was an unbelievable experience. So it's a fantastic yeah. time. But it, it sadly, it didn't happen to 2009 race seat. So therefore, I had to wait another time. And uh, I was uh, also selected by a Renault finalist for 2010 seat. Yeah. But I was, uh, well, they chose the uh, Petrov. Uh, Right. So obviously yeah, the came uh, with funding. Yeah, so yeah. so it's 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 uh, I understand because that's the uh, Formula One. I mean I don't fully complain about it. You don't have to say it, but was it because you're Japanese? It's it's tough to say. Or Red Bull Well yeah, well Red Bull had some other interests with some of the other drivers. Yeah. The proper background what is happening. The Sebastian Bettel from Toroso to Red Bull, mm -hmm. so he promoted, yes. right? But he won the Italian Grand Prix yes. before Red Bull. That's right. Yeah. Now, the team has a one quarter of the budget from the, uh, the, the, Red, yeah, Bull, the right. Red Bull. So it's just unacceptable happening. The B team bid it for 80. Right. right. Okay. So the budget was a cut it really, really small, right? And that's why Franz Tost was uh, finding. Uh, uh, however, at the same time, Red Bull is, is sending a young Red Bull driver, young Red Bull driver, right. all the time. Right. Now, back then, France had a little bit difficulty because every time the two young drivers couldn't develop the, the, the car. Yeah. So that's why he just called me because we, I was in Super Guri yep. uh, back then, and he was very interested and I very appreciate. That's why for him, me, have, okay, experienced driver. Right, kind of a veteran in the team. Exactly. Yeah. And then, let's have a young, talented Red Bull driver. That is a sure. perfect scenario. Yeah. And that's how he applied it. However, back then, uh, the Sebastian Buemi was a post-battle because he was a young, golden uh, Red Bull ju junior driver right, to, right. to just come up. However, I beat him in the test. Yeah. And Helmut Marko basically said, well, you basically passed for the, for the speed. But okay, how much money you can bring? Yeah, right. 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 Okay, I knew it's coming. I knew yeah. it's coming. Red Bull Japan, by the way, helping me a lot because Red Bull Japan, you know, the Red Bull actual drink was a little bit struggled in Japan because Japan's so ex uh, competitive in terms of that kind of a drink. So, so five years after investment, they having a difficult time. So then they estimation if I become Red Bull family. There was a, a good 25 to 30 million dollar increase yeah, right. per year. Yeah. So although I don't bring the cash, but effectively There's a value. Red Bull yeah. will be yeah, influence the people. Okay, so then I said, okay, so this tick the box. This part is fine. Speed-wise, fine. Everybody thought 
let's let's go. However, they decide not to. The reason is I come from well, middle of middle of nowhere, or let's say it's a, it's a far east, a little island. I'm not a Red Bull driver. The Red Bull Junior driver cannot be beaten by, by someone else. Yeah, right. Outsider. Yeah. So then Lerda chose uh, Sebastian Buemi and Sebastian Bode. Now, Bode is a great champion, right? We know that. And he's a great driver. However, we compete each other. And I beat him as well. Yeah. I mean, a couple at the of times. Test. At, yeah, the test. at the test. This is documented. Yes. yes. Yeah. So then, okay, so what is a, a value for Red Bull to have a French driver? In France, back then, they cannot sell Red Bull drink. Uh, at all. It's like it's not allowed, right? Yeah. It's not allowed. Yeah. Not only for that, they have Sebastian Loeb for WRC champion. Right. He's yeah. a French. So having uh, uh, the Sebastian Baudet is actually, marketing point of view, it's no meaning. Yeah. It's no He's offense to, to, to no, but it's, it's two Frenchmen in their highest profile. Exactly. Yeah. So everything doesn't make any sense at all. And in fact, um, so Franz Tost gave me a phone call in the morning of my, my birthday in January 28th. Congratulations to you. You are in. You are my driver. And I was, yes! Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And six hours later, the Liverpool from Australia gave me a phone call. I'm, f I'm sorry, I'm you're not. So how shocking you are. Yeah, it was very harsh. And Franz was ever really sorry to me. He thought he could have it, but just the management decision. Now, this is very dark side of the Formula 1, but it is, it is a political, it is strategically their program, which I have to respect. Whatever the reason, right, I didn't make it. Right. Well, you could argue that there were moments where you benefited as well, not with Red Bull, but, you know, Super Aguri, they say that a lot of times that program existed because they, they wanted to make sure you were in Formula 1. Yeah. So it, it, it does go both sides. Yeah, uh, the, 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 there was another story that the back in days, like obviously Jensen had a uh, contract with Williams, so uh, then uh, the BR sort of needed to have a leading driver who, by the way, Lubens Baricero was available because he had either option to the Ferrari or he's become free, so then BR basically contract with Lubens. And then end of the year, uh, uh, Jensen basically decided to come back to the, to the Honda team buying out Williams contracts. Now, there was difficulty as well that I was bumped out. So then Honda had a problem, but then at the same time, um, there, is, there was a miracle Super Aguri's team bond. There, yep. was a, there was a history. So I really appreciate that one. Too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was probably the most fan favorite team that wasn't one of the top teams of all time. Like everybody loves Super Aguri. Yeah, it was That was a time. very big, big fan favorite. Because my actual race car was <coughs> 2002 Allos chassis. Oh, right, yeah. Which, by the way, in 2006, it was a Melbourne duty flea airport choker. Sitting in the airport. Yes. <laughs> your, your race car that you had in that point. Yeah. So we had yeah. to buy out <laughs> from Melbourne. <laughs> from some, like, some airport, like, you know, managers, like, nope, that's yeah. ours. Yes. Yeah. And then just, uh, you know, to, to matching 2060 regulation. And then off we go to the Bahrain. I'm pretty sure McLaren wasn't doing that at the time. <laughs> no. Like Ferrari probably wasn't buying airport. So airport I think F1 they cars. did a super job. Yeah, 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 no, for sure. Yeah, they were a big, they were a big uh, fan favorite for yeah. sure. 
so I don't mind saying it. So Super Aguri at the time had a PR person, Emma. Oh, uh, yeah. Emma, Emma. Yeah, Bear Park. Uh, Bear Park yes. now, yeah. right? Yeah. And we actually, we're friends with her. Yeah. So right. we called we called Emma trying to get dirt right. on you, yeah. trying to find secrets. <laughs> yeah. She said, you're too clean. Nothing. There's nothing. nothing. She said, there's nothing. She knows on everything on me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, oh, wouldn't so give, she wouldn't give up anything. <laughs> she would. Yeah. You must have been good to work with because other drivers, they were like, oh, let me tell you a story. <laughs> yeah. 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 We get a lot of stuff on yeah. a lot of people. Right. Right. So you end up coming to IndyCar. You've worked with some of the best teams best team, of all yes. time. Legends like mm-hmm. AJ Foyt. I was so lucky to be his driver. Yeah. You know, I'm so appreciated he chose me. And not only for that, and I drove four seasons with them, right? In AJ Foyt history, there's no driver drove his team more than three years, right. including his son, a- his <laughs> son, yeah, son yeah, right? Yeah, very, yeah. Other right. than himself. Right, Other than right. yourself. <laughs> so, so I, I, I am so, so lucky yeah. to be the num- legendary yeah. number 14 cars. And well, that and was a fantastic time. And when you signed, I think every journalist in the sport was like, yeah, we'll see how this goes. Yeah. And, and, and here we are, you know, so many years later, right. we spent a long time. Yeah, right. nobody saw this, you know, how it's going to work. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Is there any sort of language barrier with AJ versus a... Because AJ doesn't speak English. Like, he no, speaks his own... Well, that's yeah. the point. I, yeah. I never understand him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't ever say him. Yeah, Wait, so did exactly. you just smile and nod and that's where you got along? That's it. Yeah. That's, it. that's pretty right. much how you survive in four years. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just fantastic. Yeah. But I really enjoyed it. At 14 boys especially. You know, it's just fantastic. I mean, yeah, he's Texan, Superfly Texan, and he's a big, and, uh, you know, we are every, every single angle is 180 degrees different. The, the size of the body, where you're born, <laughs> right. you know, with the attitude, everything is completely different. Right. The one single thing, we want to win the race. So I think it's just an entire family, you know. I, I was so grateful with, with them. You and then, go, yeah. I oh, see so you ever go to the farm with them? Yes. You ever take, like, yes. shooting or anything? Right, or yeah. Anything? Luckily, yeah. I wasn't be beaten by uh, the bees. But, right. uh, you know, <laughs> poor AJ, I mean, <laughs> twice. Right, right, right. Learn your lesson, but man. AJ, AJ drives anything he, well, anything drivable. Yeah. As long as there is a wheel, yeah. he will drive it. He's driving in tractors, he's a bulldozers every single day. It's yeah. just unbelievable person. Is he actually doing anything or is he just like moving dirt around because it's fun? Because <laughs> no. it seems like he's just enjoying like life. Like I can make a mountain. Like he's on him all the time. Yeah, he's yeah. such a such a great boss. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a fantastic time. So you recently got to meet Donald Trump. I did. Current president of the United States of America. Yes. But did you you can't vote no, right? I I'm I'm not citizen in the US, right. so uh, I can't vote. But yeah. if I vote, I will vote Johnny Rock Page. Of course. I think yeah. he's the best. That he makes is. sense. I yeah. love him. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Back to the important things. Uh, you watch Yeah, right. You Sorry, watch uh, Netflix? Ben Affleck? Netflix, yeah. Are you <laughs> ben, not Ben Affleck. <laughs> 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 sure. Well, Favorite Ben Affleck movie. Yeah, I met him. Um, oh, really? Oh, did yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, I did. In, in LA, but uh, it's not a big important story, so again, move on. Okay, move fair on. enough. Yeah. We're going to tell yeah. that story. Okay. Yeah. Ben Netflix. Affleck's best friend. <laughs> yeah. Takuma Sato. <laughs> Takuma Sato, yeah. Okay, Netflix. No, I Not that you don't have like a cue. Favorite American movie. Favorite American movie. Um... There's a couple. Okay. Um, yeah. There go. One is Man on Fire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Denzel Washington and Dakota. For sure. Um, the f- uh, the, f- the f- yeah. Well, Jason Bourne's oh, B- yeah, film is always yeah. fun. Okay. Have you seen the movie There Will Be Blood? 
blood? There will be blood. Oh, well, sometimes. No, no, no <laughs> it's, a, it's a movie title. The movie is called. The movie is called. There will be blood with yeah. Daniel Day Lewis. What we call it's this Rust in Translation. Oh, yeah, yeah, great <laughs> film. By the way, have you, yeah, have okay. you seen? You so you've seen Lost yes, Day, and you yes. liked it. I love it so much. Oh, yeah. Because I, 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 could, I could understand both sides, right? Okay, no, because like I hated it. that. He movie. doesn't like it. I hated I like it. that. Oh, you didn't like it? Yeah, no, okay, but I like it. If you're saying it's okay, maybe I change my tone. So there you go. Yeah, if you're looking for a powerful dark movie based roughly on a true story, There Will Be Blood. Okay. It's about an oil man from like the right. early 20s right. who finds oil wealth, but he's like super dark and sinister, and we quote it all the time. Really? Yeah. So you can see that, and okay. then we'll have you back on right. and know if you know all the, the lines. Okay. Yeah. Have have it's have on the Netflix now? It actually might be. Yeah. Okay. It's on iTunes. Seriously. Yeah. We'll get you covered. Yeah, but it's, in, it's intense. Speaking of movies. Speaking of documentaries. Yeah. Have you seen Driven? Driven. With uh, Sylvester Stallone. Yes. I was oh. In that. Oh, were you? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. You may not like this. Yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> the flipping <laughs> coin stuff. Yeah. The flipping, flipping coin, coin stuff. stuff. <laughs> right. You do that, right? <laughs> Is you that your move? Every single weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had uh, anybody in the sport we don't know about as a rival? Maybe somebody just com- continue to clash with on or off the track that you've always like just had to deal with? Me myself. Yeah. No, I don't have yeah. anybody for that. It, it seems like there's kind of this like motorhome fraternity of people right. that kind of hang out, and you're not really part of that. No. And you do, like you just like go into hotels, and you're just not in that. Right, right. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't have a motorhome. I wish I do have a motorhome, but. Well, once you get a house here, yes. yeah, you could sell <laughs> I think Monaco. First, yeah. first, I have to have a house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get out to the homestay right. first. I right. would say rival, though. I would say Ryan was until oh, the uh, Huntray. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yes, Ryan. Yeah, I mean, yes, we had uh, some histories yeah. uh, in the past, um, but I think it became the teammate. Surprisingly, Ryan was the most person to talk in the team all the time. Yeah. So I think we had um, a great respect. And then, uh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, I think nowadays, well, it's kind of flying it. I think yeah. we talk a lot. So I think it's good. I mean, it's, right. uh, it's different, b- you know, compared to before I sure. uh, joined the Android so, Sport. So before you joined Android, you and Ryan were Pretty much, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Because every time, well, we had a, we had a little problem. <laughs> oh, okay. Was yeah. there a specific incident? Uh, yeah, first, I mean, he took me off the, the uh, Edmonton. Okay. Uh, and then the second, he took me off the last lap at the Long Beach on the podium finish, cost it. And then at the park corner, basically, I running into him, so that's my fault. And uh, what else? There's a always in the mirror in the oh, yellow car. Was that cars. the pit lane thing? Yes, pit lane yeah, thing. So, right. yeah. so uh, yeah, there's cu- few, few incidents involving, right. and uh, not necessarily we are happy, happy each sure. other. However, of course, he is great champion, and I always, in, you know, respect it. So once we became a teammate. We actually talk about a lot, and uh, we become a great friend. Now, I uh, not driving anymore, but being around a lot of pro drivers, is, as we know in our PR world, I've known a lot of drivers over the years in sports car, and I would say none of them have ever been at fault for their accidents. I noticed that just now, actually. Yeah, like <laughs> uh, racing <laughs> driver, racing drivers yeah. never say it was their fault. Yeah, if, yeah. In, if anything, <laughs> I felt my fault, then I will say that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you actually admit to? to I do. Yes, your fault. No. I make a lot of mistakes. Yes. And then I learn it from it. Fair enough. When you win the Indy 500, you get to meet a lot of people. We kind of touched on this earlier. Was it? Were you excited to meet President Trump? Were you intimidated? Sure. I mean, that's a great honor, no matter in what it circumstance. It is a great honor. I mean, how do you, like, what was? Tell us about that night. 
Like, how'd that go? Yeah, it's unbelievable. Um, really, um, t American ambassador in Japan really did a, a great bridge and the things that uh, introduced a lot of, uh, uh, how do you say, the meet people. Right. Uh, because, uh, um, you know, they, they have a great ceremony to, to having my original winning car to showing in embassy as well, yeah, which yeah. is not really often happened, yeah. right? And that was a great honor. And then the other night, uh, Prime Minister Abe uh, invited me for the, uh, what do we say, uh, the dinner with uh, Mr. Trump, you mm -hmm. know, Mr. President. So, uh, you know, a year ago, probably I wouldn't even imagine to meet that kind of opportunity. Right. So uh, it's happened, that's because only, it you know, 500. Yeah. And I got a great letter from uh, Mr. Bill Clinton, you oh. know, ex the, wow. the president as yeah. well. So it's yeah. a very nice, of uh, unbelievable, uh, I don't know, the, how do you say, to meet the person. Yeah, right, it's uh, an honor. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely sure. honor. Yeah. One of the craziest things, and you don't have to talk about this if you don't want to, but I would, I would like to at least pitch it to you. The, the name Terry Fry. Are you familiar with that at all? Does that mean anything to you? Terry Fry. Uh, he Terry wrote, Fry, he wrote the the Denver tweet. journalist who wrote the tweet oh, about a Japanese right, 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 driver. Right, right, yes. So, for anyone listening that doesn't understand, uh, you win the Indy 500. Right. He puts out a very terrible tweet. Sure. Expressing concern of a Japanese driver winning mm -hmm. the Indy 500 on Memorial Day. And then he got fired and yep. got lambasted, like, massively. Uh what was your do you have a reaction to that no like, i mean you honestly do? i have no hard feeling at all to yeah. him because it's 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 not really personal um a obviously i don't know him but i i heard about it. he wrote the great books and stuff and he's a it's a great journalist however one little single word he just came out from twitter or i think uh, something like that sns yeah. yeah um made a huge backlash now of course i mean I understand the history, you know. However, nowadays it the the sport, right? Name of the sport is just a full. It's like Olympic Games, you know. It's just a union for the for the peace. And um, yes, in the memory, yes, in the Memorial Day, I had a, my pride in my country that I got a Japanese flag. Some people maybe didn't comfortable with it. However, I said let the public judge it. In fact, he had so many backlash from the public, and then he got fired. So it was a very unfortunate thing for him. Right. But uh, I wish he'd come back, and you know, professionally. Right. Uh, that's what I really honest feeling. Did he reach out and apologize or anything? Did you no, ever he hear didn't. From him? He didn't. No? He didn't come to uh, to, to directly. Uh, right. No. Right. No. Interesting. Yeah. So there was no mill in your family, <laughs> um, but if. Uh, if you if you'd chosen the slightly, I mean, you've made a lot of very smart decisions, you know. Between if you hadn't spoken up at the uh, at the Honda School and mm -hmm. said, "Hey, can we do an interview?" Right, right. You know, if you hadn't done that, you wouldn't be here. Correct. If you hadn't, debatably, if you hadn't spent your first year in England driving lower tier series, you may not be here. Correct. Yeah. Um, what would you be doing? If I'm not racing. Yeah. Ooh, um, tough. <laughs> One yeah. thing for sure, I'm not doing actor. <laughs> okay. Definitely not. Um, no dancing. Right. Okay. You don't want to be on Dancing with the Stars? No. No. no, okay. no, no. Yeah. Let, let Helio and uh, you know, Hinch do it. Right. Okay. Um, I don't know, to be honest. I yeah. mean, obviously, I love the cars. So somewhere that may be involving for the automotive industry. Yeah. But otherwise, I'm pretty much um, interested for the architect, for the houses and properties. So, okay. uh, 
if I haven't really become the race car driver, yeah. maybe, maybe I start learning from that. Well, I'd say, I mean, there's a lot of money to be made worldwide in real estate, but you seem to be not interested in buying real estate, <laughs> or nor selling it, apparently. So building. <laughs> building. Technical Only building. Side, yeah. Okay. Designing. Okay. Yeah, okay. it'll be fun. Okay. So, so the, the best award he got in the off-season, most unique award. We heard about this. Yeah. I'm so honored to, to have so many awards I, I received in Japan. Dozens, dozens. One of that is absolutely unique, which was Car of the Year. Car of the Year. Yes. Takuma Sato, Car of the I Year. I didn't know I was, if I was a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in over 60 years of history... And this was no like GQ Japan, is that right? Yeah, GQ Japan as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. yeah man, uh, I think Sports of the Year. Okay. So Sportsman of the Year. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that, that was a really prestigious thing, but uh, a car of the year, you cannot even imagine, because over 60 years of the history in Japanese automotive industry, yeah. never living a human got a award, because usually it's a car. You know, North America 2018, <laughs> yeah, right. the Honda that, that would make sense. Right? Car of the year, yeah. sure. Yeah. So it's a very unique, but uh, obviously <laughs> the winning Indy 500 for the first time for the Asian driver, that's uh, made a huge impact for, or, or significant moment for the you know, automotive world. So that's why they decided for the special award. It's just very, very nice. Yeah, so right, right. So I, I, I really <laughs> love that correction. Yeah. Now, so well, and we're not experts, but looking at you, you, don't, you seem like a person. Yeah, you look like an actual person, <laughs> not a car. <laughs> so. How mad was the guy that finished second, with his, like the guy that designed yeah. and engineered an actual car yeah. he's like but i made this it's amazing <laughs> yep. yeah maybe next time kid right when you get home from the indy 500 win is there just like the airport packed full of people to see you and take your picture right you get like a you know hero's welcome no it, it, it was an unbelievable welcome yeah. yes it's just it's just like seeing on tv where the olympic gold medalist come back to the country your right. country yeah. right it's exactly like that i mean hundreds of fans and uh, a journalist with a flashing and the cameras and all over the place and uh, it did uh, a press conference in the airport yeah. which is very prestigious for any athlete sure. so uh you know i was very happy of course and really appreciate all the support so uh, now it was an unbelievable journey it's a long flight it is wrong and you yeah. come you get off the plane and there's like a podium you've got to speak right how hard is that uh, not hard because I usually A and A presented a very nice flight. Okay. Yes. And uh, I was <laughs> I like upgraded. this this company man. <laughs> I yeah. was very upgraded. Yeah. It was very it was a nice glass of champagne. Okay. And beautiful. So I was, okay. I was really fresh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good job, A and A. How tough so you win on a Sunday. Five days later, you've got to be in the beautiful city of Detroit. Um, how how tough is the Detroit weekend as the reigning winner? I was motivated so well. Were you sober? Because, because <laughs> huh? you were like hungover. No, you were no, okay. No, no, no. Okay. Well, uh, well, pr probably the sleeping was uh, the most difficult part, right? Yeah. I yeah. think it's just every day's. Well, l I mean, as soon as check out flag on the Indy 500, 4:30 p.m. Yeah. My body is somebody else. Yeah. So <laughs> because you know you go to after podium celebration. And you go to the, uh, uh, how do you say, it, the press conference, all yeah. the interviews. And, and, the, you know, and the it's a four yeah. and a half hours. I was on the uh, same race suit. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't yeah, interviews you know, get changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that night, of course, go to the downtown appearance, meet the uh, whole team, fans, and come back the, the night was 3 a.m. And the very next day, 7 a.m., already live interview stuff. Yeah, and right. then so on, so on. Yeah. And then go to the uh, media tour for the New York midnight, 11 hours media tour, Texas. Just unbelievable shift that's why yeah. it recently 
almost most of the uh, uh, the, the 500 winner go to Detroit is completely exhausted. Yeah, for sure. That's why I just wanted to perform so well. Yeah, I was really motivated. Yeah, you to show them. Exactly. Yeah. So. I don't know. I mean, I think in a way, I think uh, Speedway Marketing did a brilliant job to, to keep me fresh mm -hmm. and give me an extra half-day free time on the Wednesday afternoon when I arrived at Detroit. So I was actually okay. Right. And um, the weekend was uh, one of the another most successful weekend in uh, 2017. So I was proud of that. Yeah, for sure. When you raced the Indy 500 2012, you very famously lost the lost it at the end and crashed mm -hmm. on the right behind Dario and uh, afterwards said you were no regrets no, and, regrets, and no, no. attack no chance was mm -hmm. like the, the phrase you used were you thinking in your mind at that point until this you know you want it like that might be the only chance like that might have been the one that got away or was it just like I'll get it eventually or I'll, you know something you say you don't regret it but think that was a good chance Sure. Yeah. Sure. I must admit, obviously, there was a, a golden opportunity, of yeah. course, and uh, not many people will have a second chance. Yeah. However, if you keep doing it, if you keep challenging it, you're actually making a chance by yourself. So I never doubted I wouldn't have any chance at all. So obviously, the last four, what well, last five season um, until 2017, it was tough. Yeah, I didn't particularly have a strong weekend at the 500, but every single moment there is a every time is a reason, and every time reason that I do learn so many things, yeah. and that was make me really stronger. You can kind of say, time. okay, if I this one thing would have changed, I'd have been fine. So you yes. can progress. Yeah. And 2017, all the puzzle, you know, 10,000 pieces of puzzle yeah. came all together, and yeah. when you have it, you have to do it. Yeah. And if I hadn't have uh, a failed in 2012. I might have the same mistake in 2017 and I blew it myself. So actually, no regret. And um, that was, would have been nice to win twice, yeah. of yeah. course. But I, you know, I think that there is always a reason. That's yeah. why 2012, you know, for me, is a very, very important race. There is a tenth of a second between, say, in 2012, contacting Dario, mm -hmm. contacting the wall. What was your thought? in that split well, moment when everything slows down. One correction, I yeah. didn't make contact with Dario. Oh, excuse um, me. Get it right, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Between <laughs> losing the back Actually, the part of the car crept uh, Dario's uh, the rear bumper uh, right. when actually spinning. But that's not causing the spinning. The first, so let me tell, because I was a challenger, of course, right? The Dario's already won twice. He's a champion. Now, <coughs> Going to turn one, I obviously saw opportunity and I went forward to the winning. But my first priority is make sure don't touch Dario. Oh, okay. The only things I don't want to, I didn't want to, obviously, basically, is to take hit him to, the yeah. to take him to the wall. Then yeah. you can win, right, by yeah. doing that. But I didn't want, but because of that, I, I prioritize wrong order. Okay. And then by the time I realized, I was on the. Uh, too low place, yeah. because I was away to Dario a couple inches more than necessary and I put myself in the trouble having on the white line now of course there's a no zero grip not zero but less grip that's made me spinning now people thinking we both going to the flat no we actually break downshift I was only 15% of the throttle by that time so the, to try to maximize the friction circles on the right rear try not to spinning however the left side is completely on the white line 
and I had a problem. Now, after that, so many drivers came and uh, why you just avoid it? You just, if the audio came down, just, you know, how can I say? Yeah, just hit him. Yeah. You know, hit him. Yeah. But I just, uh, that's, now, that's really not my way. Is that because you way. don't want to run, you didn't want to hit Dario or that you wouldn't want your win to be tarnished by... Like if you did win, you'd always you'd always remember that's how you won by taking yeah, somebody else Yeah, I think I want I want to I want to properly try challenge and win it and win it by doing it clean. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I wish we both came out turn one on the correct direction. Right. right. Which I was completely 180 degrees wrong right. direction. Right. So like as you're like backwards seeing the wall coming, yeah. you're like mother. <laughs> like I mean, what are you thinking as that happens? Well, and no, I was I was worried about obviously. Uh, well, it's just as disappointed, isn't it? It's just a disappointment and. Um, However, I think um, I don't know how to say it. It's just, uh, it's just a, it's just, it's just, it's me. It's really me. I mean, I tried and I failed, okay, and then I learned it. So after that, of course, I went through it hundred times, right? From cockpit and from the footage from the outside, from footage from the uh, how to say spectator side with right. the YouTube. This yeah, is a great yeah. footage, and yeah. uh, every time it looks like uh, almost like I can make it, right? But it's not. <laughs> right. Why? You right. know. There's always a reason. So I, I've gone through a hundred times. Right. And then therefore, 2070, when I overtake a, uh, the, um, the Helio, yeah. overtake him from outside, instead of going yeah. to the inside, yeah. when I so defend him right. inside, rather yeah. than out. Yeah. So just every single is the meaning of yeah. it. And that's because I experienced. So you learn from 20 yeah. and that, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. It's one thing for an engineer or another driver oh, to, uh, to give advice on what they would have done differently. How often did fans come up and say, you know what I would have done? You know, on <laughs> iRacing, this is what happens. Like, did, did that happen a lot? Yes, a million times, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many of those did you actually want to hear about? Uh, <laughs> I don't care, really. Yeah. People have different opinions, and sure. uh, the most important thing is that they enjoyed it. Right. Yep. And um, I know internally what is happening, and the most, most important person knows exactly what's happening. That's how you've got to believe it. Yeah. So... I do appreciate all the fans, you know. The fans have got a multiple angle v to view it. Yeah. But what was so funny and appreciated, you can make a lot, because after Indy 500, probably my first time in life, probably two, about two weeks I was down, right? Usually yeah, a, a couple of days, you know, you come back. But that was like every single morning, you know, what you could have done, should have done, whatever. But when I go to the Milwaukee, there's a couple of young girls and boys has got a, the, the T-shirt. Say, <laughs> there was a quote I used at the, um, the uh, banquet. So I said, I might be small, but I need more space. <laughs> 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 That's what I, I, I actually said to the, uh, to the Daria. And that quote, they pick it up and they put on a T-shirt. That's awesome. And that was awesome. That's yeah. me really make me you know, happy. And uh, fans really knew what happened. And okay, the result didn't really show everything under my DNF, but you know, I got I got incredible support from the fans. That's why I think 2017, obviously Indianapolis Motor Speedway's favorite driver, Helio Castro Neves, was about to go for the fourth wins. And beside me, I was me. So I think the fans, either way, they must be happy, you know. It's uh, funny to say myself, but uh, I, I'm okay. Actually, Elio win it, you know. But I think obviously I'm happy to win myself. But I was so happy to the fact that I was racing with Helio, and the fact that fans so enjoy it. And I tell you, 
70% of the fans came on congrats on even today, it's always talking about 2012. Yeah, right. So I, uh, that's how I appreciate I am for that. Yeah. Has there, so we've, we've obviously, we've talked about Dave Letterman, you, you're best friends with Ben Affleck. Um, <laughs> is, uh, is By the way, Matt Damon's going to be pissed. Yeah, he's, gonna, <laughs> he's, he's coming for you. Um, is, was there a celebrity that you've been around or met that you kind of, uh, you know the word starstruck? Like you see them, you don't know what to say because you're so kind of in awe. Oh, it's yeah. kind of shocked. Yeah. Ooh. No, honestly. She's come up a lot in this podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not in a good way. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't think I had it. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Because you're not, but like growing up, like you weren't like a big movie or TV guy or anything like that. Mm. Well, I mean, usually yes, but um, yeah, there's heroes sometimes. Yeah. Sure. But like uh, for me, it's my hero is uh, never changed was Edwin Senna. Sure. And um, I never met in his in him with a person right. in person. So I right. always watched him outside the fence in the grandstand that right. he was driving. So that he was just a superstar. If I if I met him in my life, yeah. I probably I yeah. don't have a word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I probably would lose a lot. Word. Sure. Sure. <laughs> so if Honda started making a. Uh, NASCAR, oh. would you would you go? Considering, huh? Considering, you think yes. about it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh. Okay. I mean, not necessarily has to be Honda. Honda, obviously, be part of the Whoa. Honda contract Whoa. driver. Well, no, Whoa. no. I mean, honestly, I mean, I, I really <laughs> proud to be part of a Honda group. But if if you have to choose your life, you know, I don't want to sacrifice being contracted. But however. Yes, it would be nice to to um, to do seeing another new world. Okay. Um, but I really uh, NASCAR is great, but I think a sports car is the one probably I naturally. Oh. So yeah. You do it. Yeah, interested. Yeah, in how uh, so how do we get you to the twenty-four? Well, why don't you just come drive with me, in IMSA? Sounds NSX. good. Yeah, let's do it. Sounds good. Yeah. 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 yeah by all means. What is your last race? My last race? Yeah, oh, this year. Yeah, September uh, in Sonoma. Well, there's an eight-hour at Laguna Seca. Really? Yeah, that we ran last year and finished fourth. Deal? Yeah, so we needed you to help us get okay. up there. So yeah. we'll do that. Sure. The NFX. By me. Just talk to Art. Yep. Right. I'll talk to Art. Yeah, you okay. talk to Art. Yep. We'll yep. get in the same car. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Very good. And if you need me to step in. And you'll 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 handle it. I'll, you'll handle <laughs> I'll get it done. You, you and Kathy will handle all the... We'll talk, yeah. we'll talk to Art. We'll make it happen. Yeah. So, so speaking of uh, uh, alcohol, too, he's got a wine, too. Oh, what? What? You're holding out on me, man. Why am I drinking Sapporo right now? Why didn't you bring us beer? Well, no, you I have, you have to go to the steakhouse for that. Okay. Okay. All yes. right. Hey, again, like businessman. Yeah, I, I would have would have had Sato wine in addition to Andretti wine. Really? So yeah, yeah. Mario's yeah. not gonna like that. That's a good point. Yeah. You made a. This is. Oh, 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 Celebrate or memorize memorable item for yeah. uh, 2013, my Long Beach first ever win. Oh, cool! Yes, I was there. so that's why I used the uh, obviously this is Long Beach yeah. paint, yeah, right. yeah. and then uh, the Carbon Savignon from uh, Sonoma and Napa. That's the uh, 2013 grape. I specifically wanted to do that grape. Okay, and we did a lot of uh, tasting as well. Like a lot, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gotta get it right. You gotta and get it right. It's really good wine, so I'm really proud of that. And where can I buy some Takuma Sato wine? Uh, you can buy. You can buy it at the Foyt. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 So between wineries and craft beers, you're making millions, right? 
<laughs> of course. Yeah. It's getting podcast money. Yeah. 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 It's almost as much as, as lucrative as podcast. The real moneymaker is the apartment in Monaco. It though. really is. Yeah, that yeah. actually is. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. <clears throat> so you're 41? 41, yep. How much longer do you think you'll race professionally, whether it be sports cars or well, open wheel? as long as I feel motivated yeah. and as long as there is, you know, I mean, realistically, you know, if, if, if the seat and demand is there and if I'm motivated and I feel physically, mentally um, prepared, yep. I will do it for sure. Yeah. All right. So we do a pass along question <coughs> uh, from one guest to the next. We had lunch today with Sam Schmidt. Right. And uh, Sam's question for you was, why do you think there are not more Asian drivers in American racing, open wheel racing particularly? He thinks we need more. Racing business is, is tough, right? We all know that. Um, I think a lot of young driver wants to come to the States, yet they either couldn't commit due to family or due to financial I don't honestly know the reason, but this lacking the program for the support from manufacturer is for sure it's lacking. So because I kind of came to the States in a different way, obviously after experiencing the Formula One, it's, it was a little bit different. But also when I come to the States, not really many people knows, but I, I did use my own money to come here. To sacrifice the family, and they obviously uh, 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 agree to to challenge it. However, you know, not necessarily okay. The Formula One successful turn into the successful in in the states. Yet, not many in the states people knowing about Formula One stories. So, there is no business to business connection, and you have to really commit yourself. And that thing is very difficult to do for the young drivers uh, to do that. You have to have a scholarship like I had it in Europe. So uh, it's, 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 it's always difficult. Now, having said that, I think in order to IndyCar, you know, starting from from Ramada and then Indy Lights and the IndyCar. Honda F4. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Honda F4. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Is that what? Honda F4. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it doesn't say Homer Master? No, no, no. F4 is Honda. I'm just giving you a more on brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I'm keeping you out of the mill right now. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, Honda Formula 4. There you go. Right? And then yeah. Indy, Indy Lights and then Indy Car Series. There's just a proper rudder, a right. proper business, you know, the model is it. I think, I think young driver, I wish I want to see the young driver have opportunity to challenge for junior category and climbing up to the, uh, to the Indy Car. Yeah. Now, when you started, you you were willing to suck it up, fully assimilate yourself into a house with a language that you weren't that familiar with, totally foreign continent. How many drivers do you think are willing to make that kind of sacrifice? I have no idea. So yeah. that's, that's really come down to the, your personal, yeah. you know, commitment. Yeah. And nationality isn't necessarily important. You know, yeah. I think uh, whoever wants to do, do something, if I've got energy, well, let's do it. Yeah. And, and, and if, if there is no road, just make it, right? If hundreds doors, closed, knock the door every single way and different angle, make it different opportunity. So that's why to me, the no attack, no chance motto is just making a chance by yourself. Because I believe every single person, not us, equally being got the chance. But that the chance come whether they need it on the timing, they really, you know, they need it or that way, 
very few people could have a, a perfect timing and a chance altogether. That's why you have to challenge all the time and make it happen by yourself. I think you can. Tomorrow we're going to have lunch with Robert Wickens, mm -hmm. rookie. Right. Doing okay. Well, more than okay. Finding his feet. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you could ask him anything that you never had the chance to before, what would it be? Well, obviously, no doubt about his, his ability, talent, low speed, and we observe, right? Yeah, um, boring. One thing uh, I want to know is, uh, actually, I found out that he's a Monaco residence. And what are the property values and, now? Uh, exactly. <laughs> 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 and I was. The reason was I held in the Monaco residence up until very recently. Okay. But, of course, you have to, to spend a certain amount of the time right. to go there very restrict, and I yeah, lost it. Because it's, it's, it's a tax thing. Yeah. Right? And uh, then we'll beat we'll that, I guess. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> and I lost. Well, bearing in mind, it's just to make sure I've been taxpayer from 2010. Yeah, you're cool. From you're here. You're anyway, fine. Yeah. <laughs> the point is, so how is going <laughs> to... How is it going to stay? The right. How is it going to plan... How are you going to keep it? ...to keep the yeah. Monaco residence? I want to know. That's a great question. That is pretty that good. That is a He's really like, good question. Uh, He's going to be like, cut, cut. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't. <laughs> so, I, obviously you've been a fan of our show since year one. <laughs> you've listened to all of them. People don't get to sit down with you like this. What What do you want people to know about you? Right. I, I, I think, I think, I think, um, um, uh, it's tough, but I think, to me, I want to, I want to, I want to give the message to just nothing is impossible. Um, unless you try, just never know what outcome is. So that's why you have to challenge it. And you might see, look like failed in short time, but will be success in big time. That's what I did actually. So with many, everybody's support. So. Just believe in yourself and um, challenge it. I think that's that's what I want to people remember me in years to come. Continental's got the check. I'm finished. How can you not love that guy? And I feel like we can call him Taku. Yeah, we are on Taku level with him. Absolutely. Now, clearly, this podcast has been supported very strongly by Acura and Honda products, just like Takuma Sato's career. So we appreciate both of them, as well as Continental Tires. Teamwork. What song are you going to play? This is Kaiser Sosa. They're available on SoundCloud. The song is called I Got Them Pumas.
Pumas on my feet when I step up on the street. Girls, I get the Greek cause the colors is unique. Wait till next week when I get another check. Yes, I get respect, got the Pumas on my deck. Yes, it's in effect when I show up so fresh. Jacob Tucker fly, so 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 next. Every beady Rex, pull up in the Lex. You wanna pay more, I just pay less. I got some Pumas. Yeah. I got no checks up on my Guys, shoes cause I go. am cooler. I got them Pumas so I got yeah. no stripes up on my shoes Cause I'm the ruler Yeah Yeah I'm so wavy Puma sweatsuit on I'm so aged All black suede on I'm so great Ace Burger Colonel Just don't play me in the club 12 deep with the stash 38 Louis Belt Dicky shorts Pumas with the high socks huh. I don't do the Reebok Your man squares laptops girl Yeah West full of bands, your girl turn fan. Flow all murder, I kill all rumors. Young got stripes like Puma. I got them Pumas. I got no checks up on my shoes, cause I am cooler. Yeah. I got them Pumas. I got no stripes up on my shoes, cause I'm the 